What's up, guys? Welcome to Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying, the podcast that helps aspiring bosses go from nine to fives to seven-figure CEOs. I am your host, Asia Abstin, former bartender turned serial entrepreneur and coach to over 2,000 students. And I am on a mission to help you manifest your dream life, 10X your salary, and step into every room like you own the place. Each week, my guest and I will cover everything money, business, and mindset related to push you to be your absolute best self. You will also be getting financial literacy tips, game-changing perspectives, and passive income plays to impact your confidence and your bottom line. You'll learn how to work smarter, not harder, stop sleeping on your own potential, and climb the success ladder cocktail in hand. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, Get Rich crew. Welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. Baby, the blonde bombshell is in the building today. Get excited. The one, the only, Najaree McCain, a.k.a. Nas, because everybody just calls you Nas. So why are we even playing these games? Baby, branding extraordinaire, girl boss, CEO 101. Like, let's get into it. Welcome, Nas. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I am so pumped that you are here. We did an Instagram live, which it seems like that was so long ago. But it was definitely months ago. Entirely too long ago, right? We did an IG live, and I knew right then and there that we had that type of energy where I had to have you on the podcast. Yes, girl. My friends called me like after our live and was like, who was that girl? I loved y'all together. Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, I like her energy. I love it. I love it. Shout out to you for even reaching out like, hey girl, let's go live because yeah, I be needing to get out of my shell, honey. That's what I'm here (laughs) for. It is a team effort. Okay. So Nas, for the people who may not know you, which seems highly unlikely because you're like the queen of the internet. (laughs) What is it that you do? How should they, like, how, if they're looking for what, they need to find Nas? Yes. So my name is Nas, and I have a digital creative agency called It's Girl Boss Hustle, where I'm actually a brand designer. And I feel like a lot of people don't know me for that because I'm always dropping gems on like how to, you know, help your social platforms grow, how to make money online and stuff like that. But they do kind of go hand in hand because without your brand, a good brand identity, you're not making any money. So, um, yes, I started out as a brand designer helping other influencers, creatives build their websites and create brand identity. And from there, it kind of went into like, okay, now that I have this brand identity, how do I show up online through my content? How do I get people to buy from me and all that, you know, through my content? So that's what I do. I'm a brand designer and a content strategist. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's such a good point that you said that because... I didn't immediately know that you were a brand designer. I just knew that you were like a social media expert. It wasn't until I did a deep dive into what you had going on that I learned that. And it's just so interesting. Like Instagram, people don't understand like how it's such a tiny portion of our businesses. And we are so deep. We've got so many other good things going on. How did you even get into the world of branding and designing? So I got into it because, okay, well, I quit my corporate job 
and I became a first- What did you do for corporate? I can't even see you going into nobody's office, child. Comcast, Xfinity, cable company. And I was in the retention side. So I was like the very last person that you guys- Before got- they canceled. Girl, so I was mad. I never got a happy customer. So I was like, no, this isn't for me. But I, I low-key loved the environment, but it was the job that made me feel like, okay, I can't do this no more. Like they're literally beating on me. Like they are cussing me out all the time. I do not want to be here. So I ended up leaving there. I actually went on a two week leave from that corporate job to see if makeup was going to work out. And so during that time, I'm like, okay, well, I knew nothing about like brand identity, marketing, none of that. I just knew I could do some makeup and I need some clients. So I went on Vista Print <laughs> and made some business cards and I was, girl, I was dropping them cards off at like other hair salons, like people where I knew like my ideal client would be. And I would leave like my business cards, my janky, ugly business cards on people's windshields. And I was like, okay, let me just drop it. If if their window was open, I was dropping a few in a window, like just letting people know. So when um, I started, you know, my makeup business started picking up and people were like, well, who did your logo? Like, who did your business cards? Who did? Girl, they was liking a little ugly design. So I was like, I get out. <laughs> so I was like, I did that, you know, and they're like, well, can you help me? I have a hair business or I have this. So I low key kind of like I've always been a creative person. Um, I was- yeah, but you really fell into it for real. Really, literally fell into it. So I'm like, well, if they're willing to pay me to do that, I mean, I could still be doing makeup and stuff. But I could also let people know, like, if you need help with this, I can help you. And I always love giving my, you know, unwarranted <laughs> advice. Advice. Same. <laughs> so, so I'm like, girl, that's actually not cute. What you're going to need to do instead is this. And I'm like, wait, people can get paid for giving their opinion on someone else's business. So let me make this a whole whole thing. Hashtag consulting agency. Girl, call consulting. I'm out here doing makeup, putting lashes on, telling you about your brand, all of the things, designing the logo. But yeah, that's literally how I fell into it. It started with the makeup thing. And then after doing makeup for about five years, I was like, I don't like this no more. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't love it anymore. And I, I like makeup, as you see. I'm always- But you fell out of love with it for a job. Yeah, for a job. And I was like, okay, well, how can I pivot? and still help people. I still like helping people and stuff like that. And even with my creative agency, I still do makeup, but I don't take makeup clients, if that makes sense. So because I do photography, I'll do the makeup for my branding clients that are coming in for their brand photos, but I don't, I'm not, book me $75 here. No, no, not that anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's part of the package or it's not a thing. Okay. (laughs) love this story. Let me tell you why. And Get Rich Crew, this is what I want you guys to take away from this. Nas thought that she was going into business as a makeup artist. And if she would have just stuck to that, you would have, God only knows where you would have been. Like you would have been pigeonholed. You would have been trapped. If you were so firm and it's makeup or die, you would have missed out on your multiple six figure, seven figure brand by sleeping on, you know, your own potential and your own vision. So I think the takeaway there is, you know, you wanted to be successful. You knew you wanted to be an entrepreneur. So you're firm on the destination, but you were really flexible with the, um, with the route that life took you on. So I think that's something to pay attention to. Like we can't be so trapped in thinking one thing, like even in my own story, right? The first course that I ever launched was a complete failure. Oh, mine too. <laughs> a whole failure. And it was in a completely different niche than the one I teach now. So did I stick to that niche? No, 
I pivoted and gave the people what they wanted and grew a million dollar business out of it. So be flexible, guys, on your success, but be open or I'm sorry, be firm in your success, but be open to how you get there. Mm. And then who wants to be standing on their feet all day as a makeup artist? Girl, that was really it. And when I thought about it too, so when I quit, quit makeup, like in 20, I want to say 19. So it's still kind of, still kind of new, but I have, I have a 11 year old daughter and girl, so I was missing out on Halloween. I was missing out on, you know, like just things because every time, you know, a big event or a special event came around, everybody wants their makeup done Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to say no money. And so, you know, I had money to send her to go with people to go do things, but But you can participate. Yeah. I could never participate in these things. And it, it just didn't make sense for me anymore, especially when I would get like, I will open my schedule up and on the weekends, of course, you'll get like a lot of people. But then during the week, it's like, oh, let me get two people. I'm not leaving my house for $200. Cause that's gas. <laughs> that, like, Especially now. Yes. I got to replenish product. That's It's just not making sense no more. Like, yeah. And if it doesn't make dollars, it was not making sense. Hmm. Okay. So before we get too deep into the branding story, I always like to find out what my new friends drink. What is your cocktail of choice? What is the get drunk cocktail of the week? What do you sip on when a client portfolio just went platinum? So what is the I, beverage? I, now, wait, wait, wait. And before you say this, I know you love a kale smoothie, but you better not tell me nothing about a kale and sunflower seed. No. <laughs> Because I watch your stories and you will give out a flaxseed, banana oil, shenanigan, uh-uh. You know what? <laughs> I do be making sure the girls be drinking their greens, okay? <laughs> Not today. I want to hear about a beverage. So I love, I love Tito's. Okay, good. Yes. I love Tito's, but I also am, I probably drink more dark liquor than light liquor. I am a dark. Because you're from the Midwest. Is that is that it? Is that yeah. it? Sis, I'm from the Midwest too. Like I will definitely order a old fashioned, like nobody's business. Like it it just makes sense. Like, and my girl, all of my friends, they be like, really nice. Like, here she go with her dark, dark liquor. And they over here drinking lemon drop martinis. I'm like, can I get the dark me, please? <laughs> but I love a good old fashioned. Just to sip on it, something nice. And it like gets the job done quicker than you have. Yes, it does. Sweet drinks, child. Ain't nobody got time for no tummy aches. <laughs> yeah, facts. And that's how you get a headache the next day. Agreed. An old fashioned. That is a good one. That's a classic. Guys, you know, I will link a fire old fashioned recipe for you in the show yeah. notes. Like it's my specialty. Matter of fact, I'm going out after this podcast. So I might go get old fashioned because that sounds literally delicious. I love it. Okay. Okay. So branding. All right. So this is the struggle that I feel like my students go through. They think, and I'm sure you can attest to this. They think that branding is having a logo. And then I come and I'm like, mm, immediately. No, let's like, that's, let that dream die. You can't tell them otherwise either. Cause they're like, no, I have my logo. Like my branding's done. And I'm like, okay. And what else? <laughs> it's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay. Can we talk about more about what branding actually is? What are the components? Where should people start when it comes to branding their business? 
So I think it's really, it's not as complex as a lot of people think it is. It's really simple. It's honestly what and how people perceive you and your brand or, or you as a, whether that's going to be your business or your personality or whatever it is. And that's why I tell people it's really important to show up as yourself online or wherever it's going to be in interviews, you know, wherever, because people take that and they run with it. You give them something that's not you, not authentic. They're going to think that's you. So when you do try to show up as your authentic self, whatever that looks like. Now you fake. <laughs> now it's fake. It's like, who are you? You have no branding. They don't even know how to, what to correlate, what with, like, they don't know anything. So it is really important to stand on what you really believe in, your core values, your mission. All of those things go into your branding. When you think about like who you are, who your business is, not just because your colors can change tomorrow. Listen, I change my fonts every few months, <laughs> but my clients ain't coming here for my fonts. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I shifted my entire brand from pink to blue. And so what? Don't let Canva upload a cute new little font. Baby, I will get on creative market and get busy. Please believe it. I, but that has nothing to do with who I am and how I show up for my audience and how I show up for my people and the value that they know that they're going to receive from me when I do show up and show out for them. That is my brand. They know like, and for your audience, if you are having trouble with identifying who your brand is, sometimes you have to literally ask them, ask them on social media, why do you come to my page? What do you think, you know, what should I be known as or known for? What do you guys know me for? That will help you figure out, you know, your your branding if you are stuck on the whole logo, color scheme, color theory thing. Yeah. And that really did help me when I first started out because I didn't know how to, like, describe myself or anything. Sometimes you need a friend or someone else. Just say, what do you think about me? Can you describe me? Can you describe my business? Like, let me know something because I love that talk about ourselves. So I think that's super helpful. I've done that before and thank God and shout out to everybody that follows me on Instagram. It was just a love fest. It was just, I love this. I love that. I'm here for this. And it, and outside of the love, it made me realize that I am doing the thing I think I'm doing. It confirmed like, Oh, that is the message I'm putting out. And that is the message that's being received. So I think that's super important. You can do that whether you have a hundred followers or a hundred thousand followers. Instagram stories is a great place to do something like that because you can put up a questions box and collect those answers and see what you get over and over and over again and see if it's in alignment with what you think you're doing. And if it's not, then we can pivot safely. Mm -hmm. But the good takeaway is it's not just your logo and it's not just your colors, folks. There's so much more to life. I know they want to believe that. (laughs) <laughs> and that's even important. Like when clients come to me to work with me, say, for instance, they want um, a website. They If they don't have any branding, I'm not doing a website. I can't do your website. I can't speak to you. I can't create copy for you. I don't know what your brand voice sounds like. I don't know the tone of your messaging. I don't know anything about you. I don't know how you talk to your people. Do you use jargon? Are you super professional? What does that look like? So I let them know before while they're filling out the inquiry form at the bottom, it's like, you do you have branding? Do you have branding? Like I because if not, I'll send you a different proposal because <laughs> you're not getting a website for me. There's nothing I could do. So that's important. 
Because we have so much work to get done, Lord. And I know a lot of people are having a rude awakening when they get to that website builder and find out that they don't have 47 other things that they really need. Wait, hold on. I got my logo and two products. I think I need a website. Not two products. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to move on because you tried it. Um, One of my favorite aspects, one that I think that I've actually mastered and I know that you're phenomenal at is brand voice. That is my thing. Like people will read my tweets and be like, oh, dang, even if my my face is covered up, my name is covered up. They know it was me. What are your thoughts on brand voice? What can you teach the people about brand voice? So my brand voice, it took a while to get there, even though it's just me. It is me in, in the flesh. But you can get so caught up on social media, especially looking into people that maybe you're motivated by or inspired by and how they talk and how they show up for their audience, the jokes they say, all of those mannerisms and all those things. That's a part of the tone of your mess, your brand messaging and your brand voice. So after a while, when not one, when I was getting people or desired clients or whatever you want to call them, when I was getting those type of people commenting on my posts and stuff like that, and I couldn't like joke with them, or it was just like too like stuck up ish. I'm like, okay, I'm not being myself because you didn't understand that that was a joke. <laughs> I shouldn't have to Are write L O L for you to get so, like, what's going on. Or you're trying to argue with me or you're being combative or you don't. Get what... I'm like, okay, Nas, you got to reel it in. You have to let people know and you can let them know too. call yourself out. And I think that's what people enjoyed about me. Like every time I made a mistake or any time I caught myself, I would share with my audience. Like, y'all, why did y'all have me up there sitting up there with that blazer and that coffee cup and that laptop knowing that wasn't me? Y'all got me messed up <laughs> because soon as I switched up, look, I like to show a little thigh. I might show a little cleavage. I might show a little skin, honey. But I'm like, that's me in real life. Like, that's how you will see me in real life. That doesn't mean I'm up or anything but in my mind when I first started out I'm like oh all these girls is wearing blazers let me go to H&M <laughs> let me go <laughs> let me go get a blazer girl girl hot <laughs> for no reason lace lifting for no reason so literally how you what makes it easy for me is talking to my audience like they're my friends because they are like literally they're following me for a reason. They're not following me because they thought I was someone else or they thought they don't know me from a can of paint. They only know what I give them. So the more you show up as yourself, the more that they're just going to get it. They're going to rock with you right now. They just love saying I call them out. They're like, oh, my gosh, here she go cussing us out again. Yesterday I put I have a membership club. So I put my sticker on the stories and I was like, well, if y'all want to join to get cussed out, click the link. <laughs> and Pull up. Girl, my DMs is like, oh my God, I can't wait to get cussed out. Oh my God. Because they already know what to expect. They know the vibes. You're setting the expectation uh, above, like beforehand so that they know what they're going to get. And that's what they're signing up for. It makes it easier on you as the business owner. It mitigates the expectations for your followers. Like, I love that. I think it's so easy. Brand voice has been my like absolute favorite thing to have because it's authentically me but filtered through still professionalism, still through my business. It just, everybody wins when you can just be yourself. And everybody else is taking y'all. Stop trying to pretend to be your favorite influencer because I don't know if you know this, but that human being is already there in life. You you can't be Asia. You can't be Nas. Don't compete with us. There's plenty of room for us all to make money. And you can't be replicated either. 
you what you got going period on, what you got going on for you and your audience cannot be right. one of one mm-hmm. one of one okay agreed all right so what would you say is one of the biggest mistakes that people are making when it comes to doing their branding or representing their brand across all platforms what are we doing that what what makes your skin crawl so I'm glad you touched on that because while we were talking about brand voice, I did want to touch on something else. So even though I am very confident in my brand voice on Instagram, I do kind of go a little bit deeper into my personality on, say, a platform like TikTok because I know my audience on both on both of those platforms. Not saying I'm someone completely different. I'm actually a little bit more of myself on TikTok, for instance. Like You'll get more of my humor over there. On Instagram, I know these people are here because they're either going to buy from me, they're looking to work with me, they're, you know, it's a different, more of like business over there. The girls are bougie on Instagram, but, but on TikTok, you can be- I'm the girls. You can be a little reckless and, and things like that. And they still will click the link in the bio and stuff like that, but they won't get the humor, like Instagram won't get the humor like TikTok does. So that's important too, to know what platform you're on so you can speak that language and, you know, show up accordingly <laughs> over there. It makes but perfect as, sense. But as far as being on different platforms, don't shut yourself in when it comes to these platforms. I always say master one first, then start playing with another one, you know, give a little one a little bit more attention, especially right now, because I mean, I know you're all feeling it, especially if you are on Instagram, because Instagram is playing with the girls. Oh, every week. <laughs> Instagram, the engagement. It's something new. Yeah, they are playing. They are playing. In our face. And so I had to remind my community, like, y'all over here stressing about Instagram when Instagram is not the only platform out here that we can make money on. There is there is TikTok. There's, there's all these other platforms that you can make money on. So if they're stressing you out, go ahead and keep uploading that content accordingly because it will catch on eventually. It'll get fixed regardless. But it's okay to diversify a little bit. Yes, it is definitely okay to diversify and then take your talents and see what they're doing over there on YouTube. What are they? YouTube has YouTube shorts now. Like you don't have to have long form video like you did back in the day. Not saying people aren't watching that. They definitely are. But you can take those little shorts, now start repurposing some of that content that you have on Instagram, on TikTok, or on YouTube. See what the girls are doing over there. <laughs> Say hey. <Ooh. laughs> Speaking of YouTube, like, I just launched the YouTube channel. Come on with it. The ghetto. Like, oh, God. I, this, whoo. You want to talk about stress. Girl. The day I get my first gray hair, it will be from YouTube. <laughs> I have no business over there, but this is me. Like, I can't tell my audience and my followers all the time, do the scary thing, do the thing you're afraid of, do the big thing in your business, and then my punk ass don't do it. So here I am on YouTube. I will link it in the description box. But do you have any tips for us new YouTubers? So look at speaking. So I have 5,000 subscribers on YouTube, right? I left. I left them high and dry. High and dry. You abandoned them. I abandoned them like two years or so ago. And now I call myself. Oh, I'm gonna get back on YouTube, girl. I'm gonna get back, girl. My literally my vlogging camera is right here. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so I say, with when it comes to YouTube, you do have to be built different, like a different type of consistency, and. To make sure that you don't fall out of love with, you know, uploading and stuff like that. It, it it makes sense if you have some type of system in place. So if you know, for instance, a lot of YouTubers say like, oh, I'm going to post every Sunday. Or I'm going to post every Wednesday. If you know that's a goal, 
have at least five videos done for the month so you can have those in queue ready to go. And a lot of the times we don't know that, but if you do watch, I'm a heavy YouTube watcher. A lot of our faves, they are not uploading on the spot. They are recording that mess. Oh yeah, pre-batch. And and it's ready to go. So don't feel like you have to record a video, edit the video, all the things in one week. And then, okay, now I got to do this all over again next week. No, no. If the goal for you is to grow on YouTube and really build that community and that platform, make sure you have some type of system in place so you don't fall off track. Oh, YouTube, God help me. Myself too. I'm like five <laughs> videos in and baby. Videos. <laughs> She's not enjoying herself at all, but you know, we're going to keep. You'll remember this. You'll be like, dang, I remember when I was first starting. <laughs> right. And that's it. That's exactly how everything in business is. It's going to suck at first. You're going to be bad at it. You're going to fail. You're going to embarrass yourself. And I cannot tell my students that and then don't do it. Like, they look hello. Out. They're like, it's easy for you to say you have a thousand, you know, followers and subscribers. But where do y'all think we started at? Right where you are. Right. Very much zero. Very much. Okay. Very much horrible and terrible and not good at it. So I'm doing the things y'all follow me. It's absolutely absent on YouTube and keep me lifted in prayer. Okay. So as far as social media goes, is social media the main avenue that you have used to build your business or are you in ads? Did you do influencer marketing? Like how did Nas grow to this like fire ass? Every time I open reels, you're, you're there. Literally organic. No ads have ever been done. I'm not against ads. I just don't know how to work ads. And I don't have Same. I don't have, I, I don't have the patience. I don't have the capacity to learn them. So baby. Organic content it is. Organic <laughs> content it is. And it just it literally just flowed and it came, you know, people sharing my content, people saving my content, me constantly showing up for myself through my content. And, and that's how it happens. And I think a lot of people nowadays are like, oh, organic following is like impossible nowadays, or you have to be doing five reels a day or doing something. No, you really don't. It just has to be one. I will follow someone off of just one really good post. I want to look to see if they got other. I just take they word for it. I'm like, okay, if this was fire. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. I'll give you a chance before I unfollow. Show me what you got. And a lot of times they don't disappoint. You just really have to push out fire content and fire doesn't mean it has to have the best quality. It can have, I follow people with crappy quality, but the value they, they give me or how they make me feel. That's a big thing. You don't always have to be pushing out something educational or anything like that. Girl, if you make me laugh, I'm following you. Yes. Same. <laughs> make me chuckle. If you got, if you show me fire looks to wear in spring, I'm following you. Say less. I'm on my way and I'm clicking the link to buy everything. So <laughs> DMs. Where, where'd you get that? <laughs> So that's, I think a lot of people are confused on that. They're like, well, what type of value do I provide? What do I talk about? Like, you don't have to always be this motivational speaker, this educational teacher in order for you to grow either. You just got to find that, you know, that sweet spot between what you offer and what your audience enjoys. Agreed. Love it. And whoever told y'all, you know, building an organic following is dead has lied to you because you got two people in your front of your face who built a completely organic following that produces fire money in our accounts. Forget fire content. Fire account balances is what we really care about here on Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying because when I go to Chase, they don't ask me how many followers I have. They say, I'm before, just, before you can withdraw anything, I'm, answer this one question. 
clothes do you have? <laughs> That's not what they said. They just, you know, they don't care. So let's focus on good content and consistency and just delivering a message. And I think practice makes perfect. Like I had 1,300 followers on Instagram for three years. I couldn't buy a follower. I couldn't get my mama to follow me. It was just dry. It wasn't until I figured out what worked and got consistent that I got results that matched that. And that's what I'm praying I can do on YouTube. But you know, it will happen. It will happen. Okay. I'm going to get on and you're going to have to get back on too. I'm getting back on. Okay. And like for anybody who's listening and not watching it, she definitely rolled her eyes. So we shall see. I'm getting back on. (laughs) We shall see. Okay. So you've got something super exciting coming up. And I was very much impressed by this concept. It was giving very much uh, Rihanna and Beyonce here for it. Love it. You are going on tour and I need to know everything about this tour. Yes, yes, yes. So the idea came about literally around this time last year because your girl was booming with the reels. She was booming with the content. I was like really in my content bag last year. And so I was getting a lot of people asking me questions. Of course, I had digital downloads. I had courses. I had all of the things. But what I learned was people wanted that in-person experience. Hands-on experience. Hands-on experience. But I'm like, how can I teach that? Or how can I do that for a group of people? So I do have a service that's called Content Intensives, where I do help them like one-on-one. We create content reels. I edit everything, cover photos, all the things. So I'm like, well, there's still people asking the same questions how do you do this transition or how do you make, how do you create reels that will convert into sales or how do you do all of these things? So I had the idea to go on tour and then I dropped it around my wedding. time. So in like September around my wedding, I was like, this is too far fetched. This is ridiculous. This is not happening. And then it came back up around like Christmas, right before Christmas. And then I'm very spiritual. I'm like big on my faith. And I felt like God was pulling me to do this with someone else. And I was like, I just don't want to do it alone. Like, I feel like I don't want to do it alone. But then I'm like, are people going to come? Because who am I going to get? Like, who who is this going to make sense? Like, who's going to want to do this with me? And funny enough, me and Justerica, my partner in this, we did not know each other. <laughs> we just knew each other. Oh, perfect. We did not talk, like voice talk. We had, you know, a few messages here and there. And she had said something in my comments. You guys do not be afraid to comment. Be intentional when when you are writing on people's comments too. Like, don't just be like, oh, cute hair girl. Like, (laughs) Talk to me in real life. It's social media. I want to have a conversation. That's why I'm here posting. Exactly. So speaking of, I'm going to mention, because you're going to ask me about my book. I know you are. So the book kind of goes hand in hand. So, you know, I was doing my praying and all that thing, all those things. And I reached out to her and I was like, hey, I have an idea. I would love to bring it to you. And she was like, yeah, I'm down FaceTime me. And I'm like, okay, bet. I'll FaceTime you. <laughs> and so never met this girl, never talked to her, never nothing. And then that too, I'm like, okay, Nas, if you give her and talk to her about this, she could run with this idea. Yes. Yep. That is such a risk. Girl, we ain't in the same state. We ain't none of the things, right? So I reached out to her and I told her the idea. She was she was down. She was like, yes, I, lo- I would love to do this. And the thing that worked for us, we do the exact same thing. Most people are scared to work with people that do the exact same thing because they're scared of competition. There's egos involved. There's how's this going to work? Girl. And I'm a Virgo. So I'm very finicky. I'm very like, it has to be perfect. It has to be this. It has to be that. And we have not bumped heads at all during this entire process. And because we are both brand designers, 
we're both carrying that workload. So like we built the website, we create the graphics, we create all the things. It's not like we have together as a team. Yeah. We didn't have to outsource anything and do revisions and all the girl, everything just flowed. So I love this talking about creating content, but creating content that's not just out here willy nilly. People said I got to post two times a day. So let me just intentional content, intentional, real content and how you can make money from that content, how you can diversify that content. So yeah, we're going to four cities. What are the cities? Chicago, my hometown, Philly. Love it. Dallas. Love it. This is so cute. What are the dates? Girl, <laughs> we'll we'll link them in the show notes. <laughs> but the first, we do kick the tour off on the thirteenth, and that is in um, May, May thirteenth, May thirteenth. Okay, perfect. So y'all got time. By the time this episode airs, you will have time. Hopefully, if it's not sold out, child, I can't help you then. Honestly, Atlanta and Dallas, girl, they are neck and neck. I booked and busy. Look, it. I really did do my research. I looked in my analytics or insights, asked the questions to see what cities. Where do you want to be? But baby, Dallas and Atlanta ain't playing. They are in a race right now. It's like... (laughs) Neck and neck. I love this so much. I think this is a great concept. I think everybody should tap in. But on top of that, I think the takeaway is when you get a spark for an idea, build on it. Run with it. Don't sit on it. Like You never know what could come out of it. And look at you with tickets being sold out in Dallas and Atlanta, like back to back for an event that never existed five months ago with a human being you hadn't even met in person. I love me a good social media friend. I have met so many girls who are now friends in real life because we were just following each other and had a wonderful idea. Be open-minded. There are so many people that you guys can learn and grow from. That's what social media is for. And in my experience as a small business owner, especially as an online business owner, it can get real lonely. You just sitting in front of your computer all day by yourself. Like, hello, how do you meet friends when you work from home? And Instagram is the gift that keeps on giving. And that is another reason why I'm doing this, because a lot of people don't have like we have the privilege of I I just think it's our personality of meeting people online, talking to people online, building those relationships. I went on a whole workcation last year with four three other people that I've never met in in person I'm the same way girl I'm like what wh- where we going we going to Houston? way overseas send me the link I'll meet you at the airport that's me <laughs> that was my first time doing that so I'm like there's not people out here they literally will say like well how did you meet your internet bestie or how did you do girl just talk at the airport child yeah <laughs> just talk open your mouth Say hi, just do something. So I'm really excited to build that community because a lot of those people that are coming to those, you know, those, those, those cities, they'll be in that city. So you can now form a connection with this person, go co-work with this person, go create content with this person. And yeah, I love this. This is such a good idea. Like I need a Miami stop. Yeah. Look, now I see people are like, where's Florida at? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hello. And you can come to us in December, child, because it's 95 degrees outside. So you could. And you need to escape from the snow anyway. Goodness. Speaking of, it's trying to drizzle something today. Oh, my goodness. It is. We are in April. No, ma'am. And I'm out here complaining. I'm like, dang, it's not even sunny. It's 86, but it's cloudy. Girl, try 30s. Okay. Oh, I just got to chill. Just, oh, just thinking about it. That is the ghetto. We got to get you on up out of there. That is not going to work. Okay. So I need to talk about this book. Okay. 
I am in the process of writing my own book. It ha- oh, uh, wow. Okay, you heard it here first because nobody even knows that. I'm just gonna try to slide that in there. Though. I'm just, I'm just because it has been the hardest thing I've ever done so far. I hear that a lot. So far, this has been like I built a million dollar business easier than writing this fucking book. This has been atrocious. I want to know. What was your inspiration? I want to know what is it about? And I need a tip for how I can get through this process. Cause this is giving, this is worse than YouTube. So there was actually, there's a few actually, but the one I want to speak about, I was going to do, we should all be millionaires by Ricky Rogers. Have you read that book? No. Oh my gosh, girl. I'm going to link it in the show notes though. Oh my goodness. That book Mind is blown. Because I was, I was trying to think when I seen you, you know, asking, and I know people are probably going to say like how to build a brand story, how to do like, you know, those. That's a popular one, but get rich reads. Listen, some books get suggested over and over because you have to read them. It's like think and grow rich. I'm going to suggest it every episode because it's the Bible. Just read it. Damn. And I thought about that one too. So I'm like, let me think about something else. So I am, I love a good self-help book. But I, like I said, I'm very spiritual. I'm deep in my faith. So the book is a faith-based book. Okay, hit me. It's called Relational Intelligence. And oh my goodness, it's by Darius Andrews. It sounds smart already. Girl, it's an easy read too, y'all. Very easy. It's probably like that thick. I got two inches. It's very, very, very good reads. But so the reason I wanted to bring this book up was when you are building your business, especially if you're building your business online, it is very hard to discern people and their intentions and what they what they have going on. And if you're anything like me, I get really excited at the idea of helping people. So sometimes I would overshare or I'm like, oh, this person is good. Like, you know, <laughs> oh my God, this person's great. <laughs> it's also our Midwestern values. We just think everybody is rainbows and butterflies. We forget about the scammers. Yes. Literally, I have definitely been burned before, especially within this social media space, the coaching community, like it has been, it was rough for your girl in the beginning. And I did get my phone started. I'd be lying if I didn't say like, oh, whatever, I'm gonna check it up. No, I'm like, dang, girl, like you got me. You ain't had to do me like that. Yeah, been there. In the book, um, it, it literally tells you about the different type of relationships that God puts us through. So he talks about us being advisors. Like sometimes people aren't meant to be our friends. We're there to be their advisor. We're there to help them get to their next journey. And we shouldn't have nothing to say about that. And we shouldn't feel no way to, we shouldn't feel no way about it either because our gifts aren't ours to keep to ourselves. And then Ooh, like, come on now. I felt that. I felt that. I felt that. So, and then we do end up giving those ideas or those thoughts or that help or opinions to those people that we feel like maybe they didn't deserve it after they've burned us. At, nine times out of 10, they, they don't end up doing anything with it. Anything with it anyway. They sure don't. And even if they do, they don't make any money because they had a bad attitude. Okay. Like, I was take it up off of you. Like, girl, why are you worried about where she gonna, what she going to do with this information or where she's going to go with it? Because listen, she ain't going to do what you did with it. But it also talks about associates. It also talks about friendships. It, it There's four different, I can't think of all four of them, but it not only helped me with my personal life and personal friendships and stuff like that, but it helped me with business. So when I would go on social media and see someone wanting to partner with me or wanting to go live or do certain things, I'm like, okay, 
see what they're trying to get out of this so you won't get burned, so you won't get hurt. I girl, I was in my feelings the first time I got burned. I'm like, this? Like, we all are. I know. Dare you? You're some of my best stuff. <laughs> With the book, it helped me realize and discern people like, okay, this is an associate. This isn't a friendship that you can build from this. Like me and Jesterica, like girl, we sisters now, pretty much. We're pretty much sisters. Like the girl that flew out here, we didn't did our whole campaign, all of the things. Like we're just, we're literally just here from day one. But there's some other people that I'm, I'm also pretty close with on social media, but I know that I can't call on them for, if I want them to come to my membership, they're probably going to be like, okay, my fee is 10,000. Like, <laughs> exactly. It just stays in the lane that it's in. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm getting from what you're saying. It's supposed to be that way. Exactly. And it will help save me the headache of like, well, girl, I gave you this before. So what you going, it is just, it is what it is at the end of the day. So. That book is amazing, especially if you, you know, you're into your faith and all those things. It's a really quick read. Um, and then, of course, we should all be millionaires. Listen, that book is so good because it's not the type of book where it's like, you need to save your money. Stop drinking Starbucks. Stop oh, no, doing- I'm not reading that. No, it's not. <laughs> this is get rich or get drunk trying, child. We ain't talking about saving. I just want to learn how to make more. And that's literally, she talks about delegation. She just talks about all of the things, building your team, making stuff work for you. She talks about, she's like, I don't understand why people be cooking dinner for their for their family every night. I'm cooking twice and they're eating leftovers and the other few nights they're going to have to figure it out. Works for me. And I know as a mom, that was right up your alley. Girl, I'm like, literally after the book, I'm telling the kids like, no, this is leftovers. This is leftovers tomorrow. Telling my husband, like, y'all got to figure it out. Enjoy. <laughs> Got it. That book, it, it's a, it's a, that one's a little longer read, but it's very, very good. If you, and I love the title, girl. It's a black woman. If you feel like you, oh my gosh, I will never see a million, or I can't do this, or I feel stuck, you should definitely read that book. And if you're having issues with relationships and business, definitely read Relational Intelligence. Guys, you know I will link them in the show notes for you, of course. When are we going to get Nas's life story? When am I going to be able to buy that on Amazon? Girl, I don't know if you watched my live the other day, but I, I let a little bit out. Oh, no, I missed it. Fugitive, babe. <laughs> Did you save it? Because I will link that in the show notes too. It is definitely safe. But yes, girl, I, you know what? I've been asked a lot of times to that I should, or told a lot of times that I should definitely write a book. I wouldn't even know where to start. Honestly, child, look, and after your testimony, <laughs> Ooh, it is hard. Duh, I mean, I guess because like anything else, I'm not a professional writer and neither are you. So oh. it's just since it's not our job and it's new to us, it is a difficult challenge. But we both have stories that need to be told. We have people who we inspire, who look up to us that need to know especially as girls, especially as black girls, especially as black girls from the Midwest, like, yo, if we can do it, you absolutely can. So it's so important that you drop those gems on the people. You can. Mm-hmm. And a YouTube video ain't gonna cut it. They need a novel. <laughs> they need a whole book. They need a three-part series. <laughs> Who would play you in the movie of your life? Who you gonna cast? When the book get gets optioned, you know what? I'm gonna go with what's what's the little girl's name? Marseille. 
My, from oh, our attitude. <laughs> yes, yes. From um, y'all from Blackish. You know, she was one of the twins. Yeah, and she's so smart. So smart. So smart. I can I see her blonde. Her or Kiki Palmer, honey. See, and see, that's who I would like for my movie is Kiki yeah. Palmer, especially because she's from Chicago too. I'm like, girl, you got the game twenty pounds, but you could do the job because sis is sis is thick, and Kiki is real petite. She's a little petite. She a little Most petite. Personality is there. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking for the story of my life. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, before I let you go, I need a get rich tip. What should the people be doing with our finances? And I was really excited to ask you this question in particular because you are a creator. So you have like inconsistent income. Some months are this high, some months are a little lower. What do you do or do you do anything specific as a creator that we should all be getting into? Well, it's a little different for me because I do have services. So I do constantly have retainers. Got you. Okay. So I kind of got some coming in. <laughs> um, but my tip was going to be that I was told this um, at a very young age because, look, your girl has done all of the things. So back in the day <laughs> when I was a little kid, I, I used to sell candy bars, but they wasn't for nobody's school. Oh, I know. That's right. It was for your school. It was for Nas. It was for the Nas Education Fund. Listen, and I remember my aunt telling me, because, you know, you get that money, you're just like, oh, I want to go buy a toy or I want to go do something. And this is me all through my childhood, my adulthood. But she told me fast money goes fast. Like fast money go, even though you're getting it really fast and that, um, you can spend it just as fast. You can definitely get a lot of quick money from your digital products, all of those things. And those little $75 here, $50 here. But then you go to the grocery store and you spent all of it. And it's gone. It's all gone. So thinking, keeping that in my head has always helped me. Like just as fast as this money is going coming in, it can go out just as fast if you're not responsible with it, if you don't allocate that money into certain areas and stuff like that. So just being mindful of that and not thinking like because it's coming fast, oh, I can just make this again because it's not always guaranteed that you will make that again. And there too, I used to be... Ooh. Man. Oh, girl, I'm telling you, the makeup artist money? I'm like, well, I got, I got three clients this week, so I could buy this. Like, girl. Nas, I bartended for a decade. I bartended for a decade. I worked in strip clubs as a bartender for a decade. I don't have none of that money to show for it because I would make $1,000 and I would go directly to the mall. Like, oh, I'm going to make it again tomorrow. Man, I mean, look at that mindset, honey. That mindset is just. Where was your aunt with the advice when I was working in the strip clubs? I would have been rich a long time ago had I heard that. So true. Uh, not only, and let me, uh, and then it's like, okay, you make a thousand dollars a week. Okay, let me just put eight hundred away, and I can survive on two hundred for this week. I ain't got to eat out. I ain't got no. It's I need this best steak. I need that bag, and I need. Of course, I do. I need the hair, and I'm gonna catch a extra garlic butter. Me, please, yes. I girl, I did all been there, done that. Nobody knows fast money and how quickly it can leave Listen. better than me. Just didn't know no better. Young and dumb. Oh, I oh. rely on you doing somebody's hair next week. Don't count next week's money as 
what you got, okay? Because that's going to be the client that cancels every single time. I'm going to pay my phone bill. How am going to do this? How am going to do that? Oh, been there. Oh, that just gave me like, ugh, aftershock. I remember those days. Just the ghetto. <laughs> Why did we do that to ourselves? Every every week. And I think, especially because we made cash. So that's it, was, it. It was in my hand. So it was just burning a hole in my pocket. Yep. <sighs> Girl, so, and it's so easy to give away. Yeah, you just look up and it's like, wait. I ain't out that much this week. Dang. Dang. <laughs> Ooh. She gave you some good advice. She gave y'all some good advice. That is a major, major key. Get rich yes. crew. I knew that this was going to be a stellar episode. I knew you were going to bring it to the people. I hope you guys are. I know you're listening because they, they, they're used to listening. But I hope y'all are actually watching this episode because the face the glam, the contour, the the ombre. It's just, it's just, it is, all the things are happening at this moment. <laughs> I'm matching my background. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It was such a pleasure to have you, honey bunny. I am going to link every single way that you guys can get in touch with Nas, how you can follow her, how you can book her services, make sure your quaint is right, okay? How you can get on the tour. We're going to go live. I'm going to link her old live. All the things are going to happen in the show notes 100%. Thank you, Nas. Of course, girl. Thank you always for just showing up, not just for, you know, your community, but for other creators, other Black women in business. I just I admire you so much. You already know how I feel about you. Girl. Period. I do it for us, honey. Yes. God, I love it. All right, Get Rich Crew. I will see you next week. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you've learned something amazing, let's continue the conversation. Follow me on Instagram at Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying and tell me what you took from today's show. Then tap in at getrichorgetdrunktrying.com to get all the details and links from today's episode. I cannot wait to get rich with you next time. Until then, peace.